beautiful people um before we we back first of all but before i say anything i'd like to apologize for the very 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 long wait um i i don't have any excuse all i can say is life happens life just happened and we're unable to work out a schedule for us to record but hopefully there's going to be a lot more consistency from us not just over the coming episodes, but throughout the year, hopefully. Um, but by the voice you can tell is me, voice of reason, the voice of truth, the man who speaks the truth, only the truth, and nothing but the truth. And as usual, they're gonna complain about the nickname, but I actually have um you guys are gonna complain about the nickname. I mean, you say you don't like when people give give themselves nicknames. I was I, I was looking for a cap somewhere, but I couldn't find a cap. But so you don't like when people give themselves nicknames. I never said that. I don't know how you came up with the nickname. You said a oh, Wally gave you the nickname, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying perhaps let's say in your wildest of imaginations, Wally didn't come up with the voice of reason for me. Mm-hmm. Shaq is one of your favorite players of all time, right? So who came up with Superman? He earned it. I earned it. I earned it with that Sons Dallas series. I earned it. Everybody called me oh, mad. Okay. Then I miss I earned the voice of reason because I called the Warriors winning the <laughs> Thank you. Now, you're a good guy. You're a good, you're a good guy. How does that even make sense? The Son, Warriors winning the chip was way more like possible than Dallas winning the Phoenix Suns in seven games. Everybody called me mad. I called I called Cleveland coming back from 3-1 down to beat Golden State. All right, man. Me too. I, I, do you know what I called? I called Jordan averaging 35 in the 96. And no, I was, I was a Cleveland fan. I called him coming back. Just, so, let's be honest. You were probably just being delusional. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The same way you were delusional with Dallas. I wasn't, I'm, I, not a, I'm not a Mavs fan. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyways, besides me, as you could tell, he's a very stressed out. I don't know why he's so stressed out. Come on, bro. We won the North London Derby today. Top of the table, eight points, but Shannon Sharp, our very own Skip Baylor, sorry, the man who still doesn't believe in Luka Doncic. Thank you for coming back, Femi. Always a pleasure having you on. Thanks for having me. And of course, on the other side, our very own Shannon Sharp. I don't know if he still loves LeBron more than Savannah does, but Tosin, thank you for coming back. Oh, that would be Kyrie, please. Oh my God, you publicly denounced Kyrie. You had his statement and all. And I publicly announced him again. What do you want me to do? What is the statement, Stosin? We need a statement. Uh, 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 well, okay. Today, I would like to state that I would like to separate the, um, the person from the basketball player, and I am still in love with Kyrie Irving and how he plays the game of basketball. He's beautiful to watch. So. <laughs> Pause, pause. <laughs> but yeah, I'm back. Okay, before we start, actually, let's just start. Um, I think we should start with Brooklyn Nets. He's only right there. Practically the hottest team in the NBA. Um, eight and two. Sorry, eight and two in their last ten games. All of a sudden, they're the second seed in the East. 
KD looking like KD. Kyrie finally put in all that nonsense we told him to put aside and just, you know, playing basketball. Um, Jackie Vaughn doing his thing. Uh, so, what have you made of you guys' run so far? Because at, at some point, you had won like 12 games in a row. Yeah, I would, I would, I would like to make the correction that we're not the hardest because we won 8 out of 10. We're the hardest because we won like 16 or 15 out of 17. You get mm. me? Put some respect on our name. And also, I would like for you guys to put some respect on my name because I saw the progress. You guys may, perhaps maybe saw the progress but wanted to not see it. Or maybe you didn't see because I don't expect you guys to watch a lot of Brooklyn Nets games. But I watched the games. I saw what the coach was trying to do. I saw how the players were trying to buy into that. I saw um, the, the little details. I saw I, I mentioned the timeout calling. I mentioned now boxing out, how we went to um we had a meeting with the players and said these are the stats for box outs and this is the last person. This is blah blah blah. Kyrie in press conference said, Yes, he, he said that. And I was I was the second last in terms of box out. And he started to work on that. And that improved our rebounding and is improving it little by little. We're the best shooting team in the NBA. Field goal overall, three-point percentage, um, best jump shooting team in the entire league. We have one of the best defenders in the league in Nick Claxton. We also have Ben Simmons. Nick Claxton in every single category is top top two. Um, we have Ben Simmons, one of the best perimeter defenders, coming into his own defending. Um, we saw what he did to Jason Tatum. We 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 have. Um, KD, absolutely. But I, I believe I'm talking about single coverage here. We we have um, KD being a very good permanent um, help defender and also doing amazing one on one defending. So when you, I know we're um, we're not thick. Um, pause. We're not thick. Size. You don't have yeah, size. <laughs> we don't, we don't have size. <laughs> well, we make up for that in length and. Um, in basketball, like I told you, um, um, Golden State, they don't have like huge players. There are a couple of teams that get away with that. All you have to do is buy in as a team and defend. And when you have like a lot of tall players, that helps a lot. Um, the coach is, is for me, is a candidate for coach of the year. Uh, the way we play basketball right now, we run a lot of sets, a lot of sets. We don't just play iso ball. And when it comes to iso ball, five points or less with five minutes left in the game we're the very best in the league so we have so much going on but yeah yeah the the nets really caught my eye when Kyrie hit that game winner on toronto mm -hmm. i started to like actually watch some nets games instead of just being a hater started watching nets games and for real jackie vaughn he's doing his thing man i can't even lie i think the last episode we had which was like a million years ago i was telling you guys how Majority of the stuff that, like, on the defensive end, it's just about players buying in and showing effort. You don't have to be the greatest defender. Jordan Poole is not the greatest defender in the world, but he buys in. Mm -hmm. Every single person on the Warriors, they buy in on defense, which is why they're so good defensively. I think that's the same thing that's happening with the Nets now. As Like you said, Kyrie came out and said he was the last thing, boxing out, and he decided to work on that. So I... I respect the Nets. Do I see them as title favorites? No. Do I see them as contenders? So, ab absolutely. I agree with you. No favorites, but contenders, yes.
Absolutely. What, what, what about you? I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything. What an opening statement. I like that. I like that. Man, I read so, I I it so much. I read it. So you don't see anything. I don't see anything. They don't move you. Move what? Um, can, 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 can you break it down analytically? I, yeah. Are you being an analyst or are you being a hater? I'm being an analyst. Being okay. An analyst. So break it down analytically. Break it, yeah. Break it down. Yeah, it gets the thing. Okay. 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 Analytically, I'm trying to I tell you categorically what I, what I see from you. I don't see anything. Like, I no, once again, no analysis. I would love for some analysis. Okay, okay. Here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. I hope you guys face the, well, what's the, what's the face? Uh, the six or so you can get your ass kicked because. You guys don't have the size. You guys don't have the defense to handle said squad. Uh, if you guys were to face, to be honest, and the Bucks, you guys don't have the size. And that's going to kill you because everybody's going to be called in. Then all your players are six kids. And maybe you can technically be trapped in there, right? Oh, yeah. All their players are going to be taller than us. Yes, on the box, yes. <laughs> do you do 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 you do you know the average height or um of the players on our team, especially starters? The Nets are really small though. Apart from Kyrie, the shortest person is um Royce O'Neal, and Royce O'Neal is like six six. Seth Curry is on the bench. Oh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so wait, wait. So first of all, you you just mentioned a matchup that we can have difficulty with, which is fine, and I agree with that. We'll have difficulty with Joel. But the question was, do you see the Nets as contenders? And do you see the progress? And you said and then and then analytically, I have a problem with that word. You said you you see nothing, but your only thing is they would have a problem with Joel and B. And you mentioned Milwaukee, and we played Milwaukee and we thrashed them. They whooped them. Yannis played. Yannis has been bad the past few games. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, it sounds like hating. You just admit yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Just, just, just admit that there's no analysis you, you, to it. You know what? If you hate, like, they will respect you more. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you trying to, trying to analyze and now looking like somebody that doesn't have sense. Just say, I'm a hater. So I don't see progress. I'm not the hater. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. Oh, I, no, people are not gonna expect this, but let's segue into the Toronto Raptors. Uh, these these teams. <laughs> why does Luke? Why does Luke? Baby, <laughs> this team is so bad, bro. This team is so bad. Pascal Siakam is literally averaging twenty six, eight, and six, and the Toronto Raptors are five games under to five hundred. Yeah, and they and they are, they are currently rising. That means it was so bad before. They're they're just currently rising. They lost like six games in a row. I, I don't see a way forward with this with this core. Like Fred Van Vliet is looking like oh my goodness gracious. He's looking like Israel with the way he's jacking up his face. <laughs> 
Wait, did you listen to him on on the on the Is It Old Man podcast? I did. I I haven't watched it. I was going to be so irritated if I watched it. You know, so I watched it, and he was talking about his new role. He said he's adjusting to a new role where he's not like handling the ball like he used to previously. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Pascal is handling the ball a lot more. So he said Scotty. now, oh Scotty, now he is more into more catching and shooting, which he said is um taking a little bit of an adjustment. He says he's having the bad season, don't get him wrong, but he's adjusting to a new. No, but that's that, that's what he was doing when we had Kalo. Like him and Kalo, when him and Kalo were at the backcourt, Lowry mm-hmm. was the point guard and he was more of a two guard. Right, right. I, I, I don't know. He's just been so bad, and especially in a contract year, he's not worth the money he's waiting for. Scotty Barnes looked like a shadow of himself. Flipping OG, like defensive player of the year candidate. He's doing his thing. Pascal Siakam is... Honestly, we should trade Pascal. Just because I'm tired of seeing him lose. I, w- I want to see him on a contender. I would I would think you would trade Scotty and get someone for Pascal. Mm. The, the Raptors do not have enough shooting to be a serious team. There's just the way the team is constructed is just so ill. But you do have a lot of assets, though. There are a lot of players on your team that people yeah, covet, covet. Everybody wants OG. Everybody wants Gary Trent Jr. Everybody potentially wants Scotty Barnes. Everybody wants Pascal Siakam. Yeah. So out of everyone in the starting five, I, I'm only comfortable with trading Gary Trent and Fred. I don't want us to trade Pascal, but if he comes to it, I, I wouldn't be mad at him if he hands in a trade request. He's playing the best basketball of his career right now. If he goes to any of the teams that are contending and are just ne- missing one piece, one piece away from being a contender, he, he, I, would you blame him for requesting a trade? How much of this How much of this do you put on the coach? I think it's more of how the roster is constructed. Because it's the, it's the same roster from last year, and you guys were... Yeah, but, like, they're going to be exposed. Like, the shoot, last year, we took the league by storm, especially in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. The, the Raptors were a couple games below 500. Second half of the season, Pascal playing the best basketball. Freddie, Scotty, you know. Now, there's film on them. People are game planning on them. It, it, it's not looking good, bro. It's just not looking good. Uh, I don't think they would trade Pascal. I don't think Pascal wants to leave. I think Pascal wants to win and win in Toronto. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. I think they're going to be a mediocre team for time to come. Right. What about you? You seem upset. I, I, I'm sorry. And I think you have a lot of injury-prone players too, like um, Van Fleet, um, OG, Gary Trent. Trent. There are so many injury-prone players that they, they, they can't get healthy enough at the same time where they're able to like just gather enough momentum. We've had some continuity. The team is just I don't know. <laughs> watching it, watching one of those games these days is totally it's not fun. Definitely not fun. Hmm. I see the energy 2023 is coming. <laughs> <laughs> you are trolling the entire year. <laughs> right, but let's actually move on to the 76 No, 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 no. Let's let's hear what he has to say. He said these Raptors are winning the chip. What more do you want to hear? He probably, he probably has a reason. Let's let's hear it. You're trying to embarrass him. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Am I? I know. I think I think he's serious. But all right, go ahead. What do you have to say about your Raptors winning the chip? I didn't say this year though. <laughs> all right, move on. <laughs> move on. We are talking about no, this. You got to talk about the Raptors critically. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, let's move on to. The 76ers, bro. 
they seem to have figured it out, even though I'm still not a big fan of Doc Rivers. They're currently fourth seed in the East, uh, 6-4 and four in the last 10 games, 10 games of 500. Joel Embiid is scoring the hell out of the basketball. I think he's second in scoring, only behind Luka, 33 points per game. I, I, I never thought I'd say this, but his rebounding has been shocking this season. Hasn't been very great. PJ Tucker steady two to zero to two points every game. Once he once he, if he gets you a point or two, you know you're winning the game. James Harden has actually done a very good job. I look up almost every now and then, and he has a triple double. He's done a very good job of facilitating for the Sixers. Tyrese Maxey is back. I had very high expectations for this team. I don't see them making the finals. I don't even see them in the conference finals as a stance. I see them as a second round exit. What do you guys think? As currently, um, like the way the table is at right now, you'll be facing Cavs in the first round, and I that's 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 tough. I I think if they win, at best seven games. So I think they're still in, as you said, second round. But when it comes to matchups, I think they're in matchup nightmare for um, Brooklyn Nets because of Joel Embiid, but. Um, with Doc Rivers, with I'm still not very so on their defending because every I know like they're high up, um, defensive, defensively, defensively yeah. But when when you're playing a good team, I see them considering 131 like in regulation I mean, time. You can't expect the Celtics consider 150 to the Thunder without SGA. Yeah, but at least the, Cel- the the Celtics can put up 140. The um. Philly, they, I don't see them as a team that can put up 150. No, I uh, put up 140 something the other day. Yeah, okay. I remember who it was against. Right. I, I like James Harden's uh, revolution. I like how he's playing the game now. The assists for me, they inflated a little bit because you pass the ball to Joel Embiid that is scoring 30 points. You don't really need to do much. He's going to score the basket. So the assist thing is inflated for me. But I like the how he's scoring the ball. No, but Sorry to cut you short, but I think he's getting others. Oh, right. As opposed to just dishing the ball to Joel. Like, I see him get Korkmaz a lot of open looks. I see him get name of the other shooter there. Yeah. A lot yeah. of open looks. Yeah, when Trez gets in or what's the name of Paul Reed, I see him work the pick and roll very good with them. That's why I'm giving him credit. Obviously, when you have somebody like Joel, when you have a KD, when you have somebody who's a scorer, your assists are going to be a little bit inflated, but I'm still giving him credit for how what I see him do with like the likes of Niang and... Okay, so, so, so let, let me ask you a question. In the standings right now, do you think they can beat the Cavs in the seven-game series? Yes, I think. I think they will beat the Cavs. Do you think they can beat Milwaukee in the seven-game series? I don't see that happening. Do you think they can beat the Nets in the seven-game series? I can't see that happening. Do you think they can be busted? Um, busting in seven game series. Celtics offense is just way too strong for them. Miami Heat. Yes. Okay, so basically, you're only worried about two teams for Philly in the conference, right? Two teams that you're going to have to go through. <laughs> I mean, they might knock each other out. Like, imagine if Nets knock out um um Bucks, and you don't have to face Bucks, and now you face the Nets. Things will pan out for them. You get what I'm saying? I hear that. But, but yeah, Femi, go ahead. Futa is us, calling us champions of England. 
<laughs> no, they are. They are. They are. Don't jinx us, please. What about you? Philly um, is. Philly's a pretty tough one to call. Yeah. Um, because I feel like they have the talent, they have the domination of the paint, they have shooters, they have good, good to great defense. It's okay, closest question. But like, you know, not just one, just one, just one uh, bad orange in the bunch is not going to. It's not going to mess up the whole batch, you know what I'm saying? But what I what I what I'm just worried about for the Bucks is uh different Sixers. Sixers is that uh come postseason and you know Harden has talked about uh Harden has talked about having not won a chip and that's the only thing missing in his whole career. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said that before once in twenty eighteen and it was a game seven away from your ultimate team. And he never, he shot over 27 in the last. He um, didn't shoot over 27. Well, he the Rockets. Over, he shot over yeah. 13. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the only difference between the games right now then and now is the games oh, yeah. right now is his playmaking, his efficiency. And, you know, now he has a certified. You know, bucket get on his on his team, so it should it should it should work well for them. But I don't, I see them as one of those contenders. But the East is pretty East is a beast. So, what do you think their ceiling is, as it stands currently? Because it could change over the course of the season. Well, I call them you still have that? Yeah. Well, okay. Um, uh, I don't know if you've, I've said this before, but I don't like the Nets at all. <laughs> we definitely didn't know that. Uh, just quick one on the Cavs. Donovan Mitchell, 71 points. I know it was two weeks ago. I mean, the week before last week. But what did you guys make of that? I'm telling, I, I, I was stunned. Incredible. I, was, I, I, I genuinely think the league is at a point right now where, like, this concentration of talent in the league right now is the most it has ever been. Like in one, within the space of like three days, Luca had a 60-point triple-double with 20 rebounds. LeBron James had 43, like multiple back-to-back 40-point games. Giannis had 40-point games in five of seven games. Clay had 52 Clay that had, same day. I know one cared. AD had, I think he had 25 and 10, missing only two shots. And nobody even spoke about it because of every other thing that was happening. And mm-hmm. they just capped off everything with Donovan Mitchell scoring 71. That was just insane to me, Mike. Yeah. And I and you had um DeAndre Aiden going like maybe 0 for 11. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um that, that's all on the cars. Let's talk about the um there's not really much to say about Cavs right now. Let's talk about the Bucks instead. Giannis hasn't really been great in the past few games. They look like they were running away with the East. Obviously, the Celtics came and took over. They look like what they were the second best team. Now they're the third seed. A lot of people are still calling for Giannis to be MVP. I don't see it. I don't believe he's the MVP as it stands currently. <laughs> 
very inconsistent. They've lost five out of their last ten games. Currently, like four and a half games behind the Celtics for the one seed. Do you, what do you guys think the problem is? Do you think when Middleton comes back, everything will be rosy and back to normal? Do you guys see them as favorites? I genuinely, I, I know you guys see them as contenders. I just, what do you guys? What's your whole take on the Bucks as it stands currently? The Bucks don't have any half court offense. They are terrible, and when you have Yanis shooting outside the paint, shooting maybe one percent. I don't even do the percentage, but it's, <laughs> it's it's lower it's lower than twenty. That that is not opening up anything because then they're just gonna keep sagging off of you. So, and they have um most of their reliable shooters not shooting the ball as well. They don't have anyone shooting in the um three pointers for in the forties. They only have two guys shooting. Um, in the high 30s, and that's Brooke and Grayson Allen. If Brooke so, is one of your best shooters, that's a problem. Yeah, um, Portis, Portis was amazing last year because he was also a threat from um, the three-point line. This year, he's not shooting the ball well at all. So I know Middleton coming back is going to open up the game um, half-court offensive-wise because He's a good shooter. He can shoot the mid-range. He's one person that can shoot from the mid-range, pull-ups, things of that nature, where the defense has to think about different coverages and whatnot now, which can open up more um, opportunities for more people. But Yanis is, until he can shoot the ball from outside of under the, the rim, I think they're going to win just because their, ta- their talent is still above a lot of other people. But I don't see them as... Um, the favorites I saw them as earlier in the season. And my question to you is Middleton coming back. Obviously, like Tosin said, he's going to open up the game, but does he open it up enough, like open the floor up enough for them to make it like conference finals? I mean, NBA uh, finals, uh, championship. We saw on the championship run how important uh, Chris Cash Chris was, especially. In the Nets series, in the clutch, especially in the clutch, especially against the Suns. I remember there are a couple of uh, jump shots that he made in the in the fourth quarter. I can still call, recall off the top of my head. And you know, when you have that security, there's always that um, sense of like you know, like everything is good. Like I got people watching my back now. You know what I'm saying? Got Middleton ready to shoot. I got Drew ready to shoot, and not, not the floor doesn't just open for Giannis. It opens for like the guys like Drew Brooks, because now whenever uh, Middleton gets going and they run the pick and they run, they run the pick and roll. Um, it's always. Like when they run the pick and roll, right? When they now double Middleton, Brooke Lopez is going to be open on the three point line and the mid range. So the floor just opens for everybody else. So you think, but the question is, does he open the floor up enough for them to yes. make it to the final? And what if they play a team that switches, like like the Nets, that, that switches everything? Well, then they will just beat the. Guy with the best matchup. Feed the beast. Yeah. It's it's not going to be it's not, it's not black and white, but there there's there's counters to these things. I just 
I'm just not as so I'm not saying like they're not championship contenders, they can't win the chip. I'm just not as sold as them as I was earlier in the season. Yeah. And quickly before we leave the West, let the us East. talk the West the East, sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about the New York Knicks. Currently six games above five hundred, won seven of the last ten games. Jalen Bronson is what I call a hooper. His game is pure. His footwork is amazing, especially for a guard. He's like, yeah, I just love his game so much. Julius Randle is playing like he was playing in his MIP season. Dibs is coaching defense all over again. But as has always been with New York, I see them as a first round exit. What about you guys? I mean, um, <clears throat> Brunson for me, his game reminds me a lot um, of Doncic with the um, hesitation moves, turnaround jumpers, um, out of rhythm type of movements. I think he's also a certified bucket, like like you said. Um, the key is Randall. Randall is back to the All Star he was two years ago. And um, as long as he continues to do that, I think the combo of both of them, I think they play good enough D to like keep them in a good standing in the conversation. Um, this the Canadian boy, I forget his name. Um, RJ Barrett. Barrett is having a down year. He needs to step up his game if they're going to have any chance. So um, as currently seated, um, they're seated sixth. And that means they will face Milwaukee Bucks. So, of course, their first round exit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they, they're just going to have to, like, have a good season enough to get into the playoffs. And I think they definitely can do that. Yeah. Yeah, so, to me, it's, uh, it's really nice to see a black man get paid, basically. I want to see uh, uh, Doncic. I said Doncic. Bronson. Bronson get a free away from the shackles of number seventy-seven that are down right now. The most no way! Oh my god! I'm so glad that the black man escaped from his colonizer. That's how much I don't like him. But anyways, that that mm-hmm. that is out of pocket, man. I'm sorry. Out of several pockets, man. <laughs> anyways, now he's in his, the big apple. the big bucks. And right now he's playing like he's yeah. earned the big bucks. He's always steps up for them in the clutch. When he yeah. does the Russo and just put him in the blender and he marched up he the whole thing, just put that three up in his face in the front. That was crazy. Uh, and he's been doing that consistently for them as a recent. He's their go to bucket together. <laughs> So, uh, Randall, the key for, for me is Randall would need to take that big step, like a huge, a huge step to where he's like being tied as one of the upcoming superstars. How upcoming? Julius Randall is like 27. Like, that's too, yeah. No, it's never too late. You know what I'm saying? So, because if you, that, I'm just saying, if the Knicks want to be considered as. You know, not a first. I'm not even saying a first round exit or saying conference finalist. He wants to. Be, he has to step it up. Yeah, he he has stepped it up. He's playing so well this season. Yeah, yeah. I I remember the Christmas Day game against the Sixers. Sixers. They were so unlucky. They they 
Randall played so well. I'm not, I don't think Brunson had the greatest of games. When the past few games, he got he got injured mid game. Brunson mm, did. Yeah. He didn't finish the game. And but in the past few games, he's been amazing. Like he's what you call a closer. He's been a closer for them this season. I totally agree with Tosin. Julius Randall is definitely key. I think with Jalen Brunson, he's going to give you what he gives you on a consistent basis. You can be assured of like twenty and nine from him. But Julius Randle, for me, has to be the best player on this team. He scored 42 today and the one. Jalen Brunson? No, um, Randle. Yeah, he has to be the best player on this team. And he has to consistently play like the best player on this team. Be a top two player on the floor whenever the Knicks are playing. For them to be considered like a serious team. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, before we move on to the West, I just wanted to shout out the Chicago Bulls. Um, I know, like, um, beginning of the season, it looked like it was time to blow it up. But Zach Levine has been playing amazing. Right now, they're playing Golden State, a, a fully healthy Golden State team. And they just, they're beating Golden State by 14 right now. Um, Vucevic has 37. They're playing... No, it's not an anomaly. Vucevic has been playing amazing. Amazing. They've beat Milwaukee. They've beat Boston twice. They've beat Nets. They've beat, it seems they've beat every big team. Chicago doesn't move me. I'm sorry. Chicago, well, you guys. Chicago to me is the lesser city in the NBA. I can I can see that. I can see that. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that they're gonna like be up there in the players. I just wanted to shout them out because they're turning yeah, their season around. I still think they should blow it up, to be honest. Like, <laughs> they're not going anywhere with this core. They looked amazing last season. They were the one seed at the turn of the year. Like, at New Year, they were the one seed, and they finished as a sixth seed. You can say injuries, but, like, Lonzo hasn't touched court this season. Patrick Williams is back, but um, Zach Levine is Zach Levine. Damar is Damar. It just, I don't know, man. It, it just doesn't move me. They don't move me. Very enough. I watch them. I watch them on occasion. I'm just like, yeah, right. And plus, I do not like Billy Donovan. I think Billy Donovan is one of the most overrated coaches in the NBA. Okay. okay. I see why you can't work for you. Why? Because they don't move you. What is this guy talking about? <laughs> oh, onto the West, the one seed in the West, the man who I think should win the MVP. The Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic. Now everybody is going to say, oh, blah, 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 three in a row. Only two people have done it. The great Larry Bird, who is higher than Steph Curry on the all-time list. And I think it was Will Chamberlain. Wilton Curry. Wilton Larry Bird. So in you guys' opinion, has Jokic done enough to win back-to-back-to-back MVPs this season? Absolutely. Yeah. Um. First off, I just want to say I remember in the last part I was like, I don't see a clear favorite in the in the West. While and while this is still arguable, I think when healthy, they're the best team in the West by far. They just like when you have a mismatch like Jokic. Jokic is a mismatch for anyone, even if you're bigger than him. He's a mismatch because he's quicker than you. He's craftier than you. He's clever. He can pass. So Jokic is incredible. Man, this man cannot jump from the sidewalk to the street. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> he keeps 
I, I, when I watch him play, I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense, bro. Like, somebody on Twitter said Jokic leads the league in the number of only Wilt has done that game. <laughs> it, is it is so true. And then you have Jamal Murray coming into his own now. He's mm-hmm. taking all those step back threes, ridiculous threes, making all of them, driving to the hoop. You have um MPJ back. You have that guy. What's the name of that? Um, the backup point guard. Bones Highland. My my, guy. my goodness. That guy has no he has no fear in his heart. Like I bro, they have so many weapons. I know they're. They they have they're not great defensively, but what they do to you offensively will make you run out of gas to even like be able to make shots of them. You see what they did to the Clippers? Um, not even the one day because they beat the Clippers a couple days ago without Jokic. Must be said. You no, know, I I I I just want to formally say I don't take the Clippers seriously anymore. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about them later. But yeah, they beat the, they, they beat the Clippers without Jokic. Yeah. Even when they had Jokic, they bodied them. They, mm-hmm. I think they lost by 31 or something. Kawhi and PG sat out the second half because the game was over at halftime. I watched that game. That game was bad. It was bad. Oh, my Lord. What do you have to say about the Nuggets? Um, everything we predicted at the beginning of the season is playing, is playing out. Everything we predicted, you and I, no, don't put Faye in that because Faye had Clippers. I had the, I had the Nuggets winning the most games in the regular season, though. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, he's wearing a cap, so like, <laughs> uh, so what I would say is. You know, there's a reason you lost your train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> you come for the king, you best of me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm the king. But, um... I was lost it again. <laughs> In the way, bro. <laughs> what I was going to say, yes, they have played great basketball so far. Jokic has been playing absolutely amazing. I never thought he could replicate his back-to-back uh, MVP. Think season. he's done enough for three in a row? Uh, just there's there's a lot of other competition out there, like Luca. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tatum has been putting up numbers. Um, I think he's fallen off a little bit. I don't think so. Because they're still not the number one team in the uh, in the in the league. Right? I think no. I think the the they're the, number one in the West. They're the number two in the in the league. I think. Yeah, yeah number two in the league. The Celtics have won thirty two games. Yeah, and they've done so. Uh, what's the word? Convincing, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you have players like Zion. And- you have players like but Zion has seen, I don't think Zion has yeah, played enough. Yeah, games. he hasn't played enough games. Uh you have players like Morant out there. AD when he was fit. AD when he was fit. Uh even MB, I'll put MB's name in. Embiid for sure. Embiid. Are you talking about um MVP? MVP? Yeah. Why would you bring up Ja, please? Come on. He's having a not 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 as great we're as talk, wait, we're, we're talking about top five, right? No, I, I think he's just people. mentioning names. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Saying, uh, I was gonna say lastly, when you lose the guy, um, Kevin, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna put 
as much as I don't want to do it. Kevin Durant. You can't deny the greatness. I keep telling you, join the team right now or cry later. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I Denver Nuggets are a fun team to watch. Bones Highland, I don't know how you stole him from me, but we're not going to get into that. It's a conversation for me. Yo, <laughs> you dropped yeah. him, man. You, yeah, well, you, 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 you guys are currently playing each other, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, bro, this is week has just been crazy, man. This week has been crazy. I would have passed him yesterday. I forgot to do my subs. Me too. I forgot to do my subs like two days ago, something <laughs> like that. I'm only winning by 45, but I haven't said anything. Uh, told John Wall for me too, but I was gonna wait till we talk about the Clippers. No, no, you, you, you're, you're beating him by more than 45. You're beating him by over 100 right now. Wow! I mean, congrats. My first loss of the season. We did it. We did it, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. <laughs> Don't, you know the funny thing? The reason why I was so quiet today was just like I was just I was just timing it. I was looking at the score. I was looking at matchups. I was looking at everything. Mm-hmm. I wanted to beat this guy. I would have beat him if I. If I, I wanted to beat this I guy. completely. No, no, there was a week. There was a day where I left Kawhi and Tatum on the bench. I completely. Kawhi didn't play. He played. Wait, 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 Femi, that was against me. That was one, two, Femi. You only lost like forty something points on the bench. No, no, no but my another reason I'm losing is because all my players are injured. Oh yeah, true. All true. my Halliburton has been has been out. All my players: Halliburton, Jalen Brown, Miles yeah. Turner. All of I have, I have get... like five players eligible for IR right now. You can only put three players in IR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Aaron Gordon has been a godsend, bro. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Aaron Gordon for that team has been a godsend. But I just want to tell you, Faye, no excuses because KD is injured for me. Jokic did not play last game. I've dealt with so many injuries, okay. so many. I have to, I have to end my losing streak. Okay, um, with let's let's move on to the Memphis Grizzlies. And I told Femi about this yesterday, and I would like to put it up to the court to everyone. Um, I forgot to wear my wig today, but the wig. Yes, because we're in a lockout currently. I would like to put Mr. Jamarant on the stand, and I'm accusing him of murder. I would like to stand in as a witness, and I swear by the Lord on earth. Do you promise I... to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I promise. I would like to file a grievance against Mr. John Morant for self for for self implication. He self implicated his team when he said he doesn't see anyone in the West and he beat their ass like every single time. No, but he's still the second seed in the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they have the same number. They they have the, they're on the same number, number of wins, wins as Denver. Denver yeah, but every time every time they face a big team, it seems like yeah. they've lost every yeah. time. But yes, the Tosin, Tosin. What he did to that like man was I said, not fair. I studied law. Yeah. You, there are two requirements to establish murder, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they call the actus reus and the mens rea. Mm-hmm. Now, actus reus is the act, like committing the act of murder itself, mm-hmm. which we can all see. There's video evidence of him murdering that man. Right. right. And mens rea is the intent to commit murder. If you don't right. have the intention to commit murder, let's say you're doing self, let's say it's out of self defense or you were possessed or something, then you don't have the intent. Isn't that manslaughter versus murder? Something like that. Something like okay. That. Okay. Well, as you can see, when he jumped, he cocked that ball back like behind his head. 
if that doesn't indicate intent, I don't know what else does. And he's doing that every week. <laughs> and he, he now goes on Twitter and says, jump with me if you want to become a highlight reel. Bro. Nasty. The, the, the man jumped on um, Puddle. They asked him, he was like, yeah, just, just in case you didn't remember the last one. <laughs> because he, he, had, he had done it to him before. They say he did it the second time this season. So just he had to remind him. That is a menace to society, <laughs> man. Yeah. That first dunk on photo was should have had him locked up for life. For life, I agree. But somebody pulled through for him and paid the bill. He saw Pearl. He saw Pearl again under the rim, and he said, "Wow, so you're going to snitch." <laughs> you, I'm telling you, listen. If you see the way Polo was discombobulated, the guy tried. I don't even know how to explain it. All I can say is he tried, and he got he he. he, he let's, let's but yeah, the Grizzlies second seed in the West. They were second seed last season. What do you make of them? How do you think they pull it off? Sorry, how do you think they end up the season? Doesn't you? Um, I think um, regular season wise, they're gonna end up top top two in the in the West, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, as far as playoffs, everything's about matchups. I right now they're the second. They would face either the Clippers. I mean, whoever gets out the plane. Um, I'm I'm nervous for them. Um, because it seems like they play with a lot of youthful exuberance. Um, Draymond Dr- Dr- Green said on on the podcast, he said there's serious threat to the Golden State, but they have to get Jaron Junior Jackson to stay on the court and not foul out every single time. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's going to be a key for them. They they play in such a with so much enthusiasm that they're not able to like contain themselves. Dylan Brooks as well. Dylan Brooks is is. That guy is absolutely useless with no with no shame. That guy is gonna talk shit to the best guy on the other team while dropping hot hot two points. He's literally PJ Tucker with negative IQ, but um a light skin energy too. But anyways, I, I think they're a serious threat, but they have to be able to like be even kill. They're too high, and yeah. Okay, then let's move on to the Lakers. Um, I am so... Like, the Lakers have been so unlucky this season. Like, first of all, I think the supporting cast keeps getting better and better with every game. Like, what I see from... Austin Reeves is injured. AD is out injured. Lonnie Walker is injured. Pat Bev, even though he doesn't count, is out injured. They, they took the maps to the brim with basically Ross and Braun on fumes. And if we're being honest, they should have won that game. They they played against the refs too, right? Yeah, they did. Because that, how that is not a foul on Troy Brown is or on LeBron or LeBron when he's driving to the that that game just upset me so much. It, Russell Westbrook gave Luca hell all game long, and then in, in the clutch you're putting Reggie um not Reggie Jackson, Dennis Schroeder on Luca. That's cash money. Like you can't do anything about that. He's gonna make that shot every time, and you've been blitzing and trapping Luca all game, except when it mattered the most. I'm sorry, man. That didn't make any sense to me. That didn't make any sense to me. But I think the Lakers make the playoffs. 
how far are they going to playoffs? I, ha- I have no idea what's about this team right now. Because like I said, of recent, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries and they've been playing with majority of their role players, but their role players are stepping up, which can only be a good thing when the likes of Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, and particularly Anthony Davis get back. I, to be honest with you, I don't have a definition of where and what this Lakers team is. I'm just going along for the ride. What about you? Um, I have them as the six seed. Uh, at first, they were making me look bad. Then they started picking it up, and now they're making me look bad again. But it's okay. Um, what I what I see from them is a team that's starting to put things together, starting to figure things out. Um, I saw this quote uh, by just kind of Anderson, and he was saying how. Teams in the West don't want to meet them in the playoffs because, you know, once you have those two dogs healthy, uh, you have Russ buying in and chipping in it would be a very tough out in the first round. And um, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they made it to a the second round, but felt like lost in like seven tight games. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they fixed their shooting problem somewhat. It's not it's not where it's where it needs to be, but I feel like they, they're improving. Yeah, they're improving, and they need to just get like one or if I mean they're lucky get two shooters. I heard they were trying to get Boogie Cousins to work out with them. Uh, I can't remember. But they had they had a couple players that wanted to work out for them. Bookie Cousins and um the guy that said this like Myers Leonard. I mean, so like just just get that extra spacing for So you yourself don't have a definition where they stand below? I don't. Tell me more about you. Of course, you know I never sit on the fence. Oh. I go I, I go all out. Um with the with the Lakers, I am very high on them right now. Um, especially when they're healthy, I think there's only one team that I can definitely say they can beat, and that's Denver Nuggets. Every other team, I think they can they have a chance against every other team when healthy. Um, right now, they are four games back from the from the fifth from the fifth seed. And to be honest with you, sorry to cut you short, I can count off the top of my head at least five games. They definitely should have walked away with the win. Yeah. You think about the Philly game, you think about the Celtics game, the you think game. about the Pacers game. There's yeah. another one on the top of my head. I do I just remembered it now. Philly, Celtics, Pacers. The one against the Mavs of recent. Mm-hmm. Um th- there's been a lot of games this season where they should have walked away with a comfortable win mm-hmm. and they just couldn't finish their dinner. Right. And I just want to give a shout out to LeBron James to do what he's doing in your 20 is crazy. And give a shout out to Russell Westbrook as well. After everything he took, all the insults, everything he took during the summer, he's showing up for them off the bench. Had 28 the other night, putting up 15 assists. Like, I re- I respect Russell. I respect Russell yeah. LeBron. Yeah. I, th- I think the, 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 the most important thing about that team was finding their identity. And I feel like they found it now. They found it shortly before AD got injured. And they've carried it on. Now, they cannot win every single game without a second superstar. But it just seems like once AD gets back, they're right there. 
they are right there. And AD is not going to be out for much longer. And the, the truth is, nobody wants to meet them in the playoffs. Regardless nope. of how bad you think they are, you don't want to see a healthy... The last time we saw AD, that guy was top three players in the league. You don't want to see a healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the playoffs. You definitely don't want to see that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why I'm not... I, I just can't tell... They, they can go ahead and not make the playoffs. They can go ahead and be in the plane. They can go ahead and be in the sixth seed. Yeah. The top six seed. That's why yeah. I just don't have any where I'm putting them right now. But we have to rush through the remaining teams we have. We didn't talk about the Mavs, the Clippers, and the Warriors. Let's start with the Mavs. I'm not as high on them as I was before. Luca is playing fantastic basketball. He is... It's almost like he's entering God mode, like how Trevor Lawrence did in the second half yesterday. He's just, the game is never too fast for him. He plays the game at his own pace. He dictates what he wants, what he wants you to do as his defender and what he is going to do. I just don't see, the Mavs do not have a good enough team supporting cast to help this man. It just, it just gives off vibes of LeBron in his early days with Cleveland. I do not agree. I feel like the, the supporting cast is good enough. I feel like, um, and I'm a huge Luca fan, but I'm also a truth teller. Luca has played with Porzingis. We see what Porzingis is doing right now with Washington. Luca is playing with Christian Woods. We saw what Christian Wood did past couple of seasons. We saw Luca play with Brunson. We, saw what, we, we can see what Brunson is doing as a second man on um, New York Knicks. So when we talk about supporting cast, you're surrounded with shooters. You're surrounded with three and D players. I I don't know what more you can. You like, do you remember the Rockets? They're the exact same as the Rockets. The only thing that stopped the Rockets were the Golden State juggernaut of the Golden State Warriors. There's no juggernaut right now. The, the Rockets had Chris Paul, in as much as I'm not his biggest fan. Spencer Dinwiddie on his best day is not Chris Paul. Chris Paul is a bucket. They had way more consistent shooters. Reggie Bullock is not consistent. Tim Hardaway's jumper side, sideways looking as jumper is not consistent. Christian Wood is the only person you can rely on to go and get a bucket by himself outside of Luka Doncic. That is, that's not good enough. I'm sorry. Would you say if Porzingis is the best second option that Luka has played with or Christian Wood, how is how does that translate to being good enough? Would you say the production of Chris Paul? Is the same was the same as Jalen Brunson last year. Yeah, Jalen Brunson was fantastic on the Mavs last year. Yes. Okay, so that means he, um it was basically like the Rockets then. Mm -hmm. Okay, and these guys lost to the juggernaut of Golden State Warriors. But the Rockets had been making the playoffs consistently. That was you, 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 you don't, you don't get my point. My point is to continuously make excuses for Luca. Right now, I'm not going to do that because I know because I know the style of basketball he plays is not championship basketball. Until he changes that, I don't see him winning the championship. I honestly, I don't believe it's an excuse. I just think his supporting cast is not good enough. We don't have enough time. So you're gonna, you're, you're, but you're, but you're gonna keep saying that forever because he's always going to play the same way. And, and LeBron James' supporting cast was never good enough when Lebr he was in Cleveland. Le Le LeBron does not play like... Le they have similarities, but LeBron does more than what Luka does. We, we have to agree to disagree. Quickly, what do you think? Well, 
Bobo on the doesn't play any with the defense. Um, Luca doesn't. Uh, Luca is not a very good uh, three point shooter. So, Savitzer is not a very good. Uh, What is going on with you? <laughs> Let's move on. All I'm saying is this, right? 77, as well as to you people you may be playing, that off both sides of things has to be taken care of. He has to learn to let his coach run a system. Because guess what? One second, one second. It wasn't until LeBron was in the midst of a system in the Pat Riley system where it's not just LeBron handling the ball 24-7. That's when we saw LeBron flourish and we saw LeBron's athleticism peak, correct? So if you want to see Luca's, as to you guys, as you guys call it, greatness uh, peak, you would, you would have to be in the midst of a workable system. When KD left the ISO system and went to Golden State, He won back-to-back finals MVP. You know what? So we're not going to argue. I'm just going to say the the absence of a system is not on Luka Doncic. I'm pretty sure the basketball they play right now is Jason Kidd that put that system in place because he knows taking the basketball out of Luka's hand and putting it in any other person's hand on this team is going to derail their offense by a million. That's all I'm going to say. That's so 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 tell me, if he had a very good point guard, what is Luka going to do? have to wait and see i guess we'll never know <laughs> i guess we'll never know when was, when when 77 falls on his face i was so laughing no so luca is amazing don't get me wrong i'm just talking about winning basketball that's all luca is goaded warriors and clippers the clippers the clippers no, there's much to say about the warriors like ugh. i don't think they're gonna get it together i don't think they're gonna go back to back they just lost Yeah, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but that's that's about it. They might even be a first second round exit. Um but with the Clippers. Can I still have the Warriors? Yeah. Uh I I watched the recent interview with Magic, right? And Magic said after those multiple runs to the finals, it got really hard to get yourself up to go to every game and play championship level basketball every single time, especially with their age. So I just think right now they're just running on postcard mode, waiting to get to the playoffs, see what seeding they can get. If they if they get into the playoffs as a what five six seed, I don't think that's good enough. Not well to them it it, it is just an, at least they're in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, the Clippers. I, you want me to be honest? I can't fully assess this team. Kawhi is playing well. He's getting better with every game he's playing. Paul George hasn't played. The depth. I thought they had at the beginning of the season is overrated. That's for sure. John Wall is not John Wall. Reggie Jackson is just looking like an idiot on the court right now. Um, Luke Kennard, he's all right. But soon, Marcus Morris just looks like a gangster out there. He should try and go and rap in for... He should try and go and rap for... If he can pull off straight out of Compton. He could have been one of the rappers in straight out of Compton. I... Ty Lu as well. He's driving me crazy. Like, mm, you know, <laughs> Ty Lu is driving me crazy this season. But I'm not giving up hope. Hope dies last with Kawhi Leonard. After the Boston Celtic game, when they thrashed them, Kawhi said, I don't really want to be out there this time. I just want to wait for the playoffs. 
that's the only thing I'm clinging on to. That's a yeah. terrible mentality. You're not going to speak on that. I, I'm just clinging on to the fact that maybe, you know, like Femi said, I'm just riding it until they get to the playoffs. Right. Well, my assessment of the Clippers is, you know, at the end of the season, we both told them to be in the conference finals. You had them in the finals. I had them in the conference finals. But, like, They haven't they haven't played convincing basketball over this season. You know what I mean? Uh the last game against Denver, Kawhi had 30 plus. I think he hasn't he hasn't no, no, he hasn't, he's not starting to have that impact he used to have. No, no, Kawhi played very well. Yeah. He did. I watched the game. I paused Scandal to watch the game. The team, though, was bad. That's what I mean. Tyloo bad. Tyloo hasn't been great this season. But like so, I mean, so if we want to see them in the conference finals right now, like you said, they, they're gonna have to pick it up for sure. For yeah, sure, they're gonna. But have to they pick it need up. their second superstar. We, we live in a league now where it's all about the duo. Mm-hmm. Duos right. and trios. Duo. I don't think there's a trio right now. There was a trio with the Nets. So there was. There's a trio in in Philly, dude. There's a trio in Philly. Um, what about you? What do you think of the Clippers? Please try to keep your opinions as short as possible. <laughs> okay. First of all, um, the Clippers, I, I see so much potential still. I think when they're, when they're healthy, they're one of the best. The problem is, can you get them to be healthy at the same time? And given recent history, I don't see that personally. Um, if Kawhi is there, PG is in there, if PG is there, Kawhi is in there, if they're together, it's going to last two minutes. They have one person going to get injured, boom, 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 boom. Uh, they have Luke Renard. That guy is always injured. He's one of the best three-point shooters. Uh, go ahead. Can I just ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's a good sign that Kawhi has been putting a run of games together of reset? Absolutely. And that's why it's going to burn out because you know he can't do that for a long time. What do you want from him? Do you want him to play or do you not want him to play? play basketball. Uh, yes. you know, we're seeing, what we're seeing from Kawhi is, you know, him trying to get into that basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we all know what Kawhi stands for in the playoffs. Like, you don't want... I know personally, if I was a player, if I was walking into an arena knowing that Kawhi was on the other side, man. And the playoffs? In the playoffs, yeah. man. I, I, and the thing, the truth is with the Clippers, it's the useless games they be losing. They beat every huge, every big team they play except the Nuggets. It doesn't make sense to me. I watched them against the Celtics. I watched them against the Mavs. Fantastic. And then you now see them against the Washington Wizards and you're like, what even am I watching? Right. So, so me personally, I just think their problem is health. I, I think they have enough talent and enough mm-hmm. everything on the team. I just... And like you said, Kawhi needs to play a couple of games to gain game shape. And that is the right thing to do. But we also know that when he does that, he's going to break down. So it's just a lose-lose situation with the Kawhi situation. What do you see there? First of all, if fully healthy, I think they're going to lose to Denver anyways. But um, their ceiling is conference finals with Denver. And if not, first round exits, boom. You, you, you know what? Let me. First round exits is crazy. <laughs> bold prediction. If the Warriors face Denver in the first round, they're removing Denver. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, 
Like, what do you mean they're beating the devil in the first round? Let's get to the CBG. You're not going to, if you're going to, if, if, if somehow happens, you're not still the voice of reason. Ah, you see the hatred? No, 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 no. If, but if it doesn't happen, that means you're the voice of treason, right? You're willing to take that bet. No. Yeah. You can't stand on defense. You can't, you can't stand and then you put, your ma- you put your words into the mic, fam, not us. <laughs> guys, the wise man once said, and the haters gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to say something, take the glory if it happens, and if it doesn't happen, you run away from I don't know, Tosin, I can't hear you. You're breaking. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, start for the... They can out of the 1,500 players mm. in both the NBA and the G League. Right. At the end of every week, even though we haven't had an episode in five years, mm-hmm. <laughs> they can only be one certified bucket getter of the week. Mm-hmm. Five... Certified bucket getters mm-hmm. and one honorable mention. But let me let me also put one thing out there. There yeah, can be there, there can be one player that will never make it, and that's Ben Simmons. Now go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck that Ben Simmons put up 44 and Rudy Gobert needs to be studied, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Let's get ready to <laughs> and as usual. We will start with our honorable mention. You see, I I find it hard. You know what I'm saying? It's been difficult. I was looking at it last night, looking at it this morning. I was looking at it this afternoon. And I was like, whoever I went with, I know the listeners, you guys. Have a problem with leaving them out. May have had a problem but with that being said, at the honorable mention spot, you have James Harden. Why? Because he averaged 21 and 21.6 per game, 13 assists, and eight rebounds in just five games. And like I said, I struggle with it. I struggle with it, but hey. That was I, that was like the best thing I could go with. At number five, we have Damian Lillard. He put up thirty-four, seven, and four as a guard. And number four, we have the Zacchaeus of Lavinios, <laughs> Jack Levine of the Chicago Bulls, averaging thirty-four, no thirty-three. Five and four as a shooting guard. At number three, this might need no introduction. He is the cock brother. Putting up 32, nine rebounds, and two assists as a center. At number two, I've gotten battles over, I've gotten into the precious of battles over this guy. And he's put up a bunch of performances over the last week. At number two, we have SGA, the Shaviors of all Davis Alexander. And at number one, the certified bucket getter of the week. I would like both of you to take a guess. 
Donovan Mitchell. Jason Tatum. Luka Doncic. Embiid. Embiid was third. Oh, sorry. I I don't know. Wait, wait, so Luca is not on this list. At number one, that's the certified bucket getter this week. He plays in the Big Apple. His father once played in the league. Jalen Bronson? Jalen Bronson, averaging 35, 6 and 6. So where's Luca? Where's Luca? Was scrapping the satisfied bucket get us segment. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think it was um a well put together list um for an F. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's an F. I like the recognition for Jalen Bronson. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't the, think Harden should be the honorable man. I was about to say, I wanted to start with Harden. I have a huge problem with someone that averaged 20 points per game. Over Luca? With 13 assists. Okay, then should I then should I put Tyrese Halliburton in some weeks? You should have put Tyrese Halliburton for some weeks there. Yeah, I mentioned the given one. Oh, okay. <laughs> what just happened there? <laughs> you know he was stuttering. I was mocking. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, ain't no way. Nah, bro. I don't agree with the list, but I don't. You asked me if you know they were never forced to do I don't agree with the, the list. Wasn't made for the list is, this is an F minor. <laughs> yeah, I think I think um if you're talking about the week, I think KD should be there. I think Luca should be there. Know. Yeah, but he has only missed one game. Luca should be there. Luca should definitely be there. No, he's not. Bro, I one of my friends was telling me. In some of their schools, they the grading doesn't stop at F. They have A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and G stands for God damn. And that's what that's <laughs> <really funny. laughs> Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. I do not care. All right, but all right, but that that's a horrible list, though. You got to be better with it. Okay. Uh, 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 also, I wanna I wanna freestyle the um, terrible list of the week. Mm-hmm. I have Yanis as number one. Yep. I have Ben Simmons as number two. <laughs> yep. Yeah, look at don't you tell number three. I actually don't. Thank you for also. Femi number one. <laughs> Femi is number three. Femi is number three. <laughs> then I have um what's the name of the of the guy again? Ben Simmons. Again? <laughs> then I have Yanis once again. Those are the guys. You forgot what person Holland. No, 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 no. For for Holland to make the list, he, he must have played. Holland did not play this week. <laughs> Holland was missing this week. <laughs> Quickly, man, let's get into our biggest winners and losers of the week. Uh, biggest winner of the week. Mm. Who do you guys have? Um. I mean, it's tough because there was no single performance that stood out to me. Yeah, yeah. But I will say maybe the Lakers. I'll give it to the Lakers for what, what they're turning there. You guys are going to be surprised, but I'm going to go with the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's a good shout. That's a I great feel shout. like they have 
Like you're starting to see what all the picks are doing. They could become a problem in the next one, two years. I see them making the playoffs next year when when Chet gets back. Yep, absolutely. I, I like and secondly, the Sacramento Kings. Sabonis, the Aaron Fox. Yep. Those yep. guys are hooping. They're currently yep. the fourth seed in the West. Is obviously it's going to be the biggest Kings thing to do to not make the playoffs from here, but I don't see that happening. So right. I gotta give it to both OKC and the Kings. Right. I'm I'm very fine with that. Sir, I hate to be a Debbie Donna, but I want to start with my biggest loser. Okay. Morant. What would you do that for that? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Why? And none of you know my biggest loser. My biggest winner of the week is my Raptors. All right, man. Who's your All biggest right. loser of the week? All right. My biggest loser of the week. Uh, dang it. I had it just now. You, you go. You go. Um, I have two actually. Okay. Very similar. First one is Femi. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Very. I agree. The second one is Skip Bayless. Okay. So wow. <laughs> um, wow. in terms of wow, <laughs> in the world of the NBA, I it, it's gotta be the Clippers, the Timberwolves, and the Warriors. Right. The T Wolves gave up so much for Rudy Gobar, and I'm not putting it on him alone. <laughs> but that team isn't good. Like that's not a good basketball team. The Warriors are supposed to be this juggernaut, but they're just not playing up to standard yeah. right now. The Clippers lost six in a row. I had them as clear cut favorites to win the chip this year. It's not looking good, bruv. So those are my three biggest losers of the week. My biggest loser of the week is the New York Knicks. Why? Because they're the biggest team in basketball, arguably. Biggest team in New York. The All-Star voting came in. Nick Claxton has more votes than <laughs> anybody on the New York Knicks. <laughs> so, it's a that huge is deal. unreal. That is unreal, bro. <laughs> it is. That's wild. Uh, but I think that's all. I think we've come to the end of it. Uh, Another episode of the Courtcast, your favorite basketball podcast at this point. Thank you, guys. I hope you've forgiven us for not dropping an episode in almost 2 million years. Appreciate the love and support, as always. Thank you for coming to us, and thank you for coming, Femi. Happy New Year to you all, if we haven't said it. Make sure to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter. Consistency is the keyword for 2023, and we hope to deliver. We'll see you in the next episode. Adios, amigos. Listeners. I didn't believe these guys forgot my birthday. That's crazy. You forgot your birthday. When, when was your birthday? On Sunday. See? You see? Your birthday wasn't on Sunday. It was on Monday. Hmm. This, this guy forgot his own birthday. So I just... <laughs> <laughs> nothing much you can do. I'm going to let you off the hook like that. Right, let's, do the, let's close the board first. <laughs> like oh, I said, adios, amigos. See you in the next episode. It's a Slam Time production.